Well, good morning. We're glad that you're here today. Have you had a spectacular day already today? Amen. Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord today and, and hear what God's word for, for you is today? If you're a visitor here, uh, we want to say welcome. We're glad that you're here. If you're visiting with us online or listening on podcast or whatever, uh, again, we're glad that you've joined us to be a part of the service today. If you are a guest with us today, if you would text the word welcome to 704-459-5575, that'll be streaming on the bottom of your your video online, it's on top of your bulletin. Also remember, you can also download today's bulletin uh, on the website. So make sure you go there for all the announcements, uh, information and all, just a few additional announcements uh, this morning are some of interest. interest. Uh, the search committee uh, has sent out, is sending out a, a survey just to get some feedback from y'all to get some, some additional ideas or thoughts about the direction we need to take as a committee. Uh, we sent that out as a remind on the Remind app. Uh, click that app uh, or that link in the app, and it's just a quick survey, take you two or three minutes. There are some paper ones to fill out if you don't feel comfortable doing that and would like to fill a paper one out. There are some available in the office as well. So uh, make sure to give us the feedback, uh, any feedback that you can on that. Also, uh, tonight is family night at home as we uh, participate in, in the Memorial Day weekend. Uh, spend time with your family and, and give considerable thought to those who gave their lives so that we could have this weekend, okay? And so that we can have the, the freedoms that we do so that we can have church the way that we do in complete freedom without interference from government or, or, or other forces. And so make sure you uh, acknowledge that this weekend and especially tomorrow. Also, there is literature. Our Sunday school literature is here. It's in the Hope Center. Um, some of it all didn't come in. Uh, we'll place another order to get those out and get them here this week uh, for next weekend. But I think most everybody's is here. If you didn't pick one up this morning, uh, stop by the Hope Center and pick one up on your way out. Uh, this afternoon. I think that's uh, all the announcements and today we are recognizing our our seniors uh, graduating adults this morning and uh, I want to do that uh, at this moment. Standing. You may be seated. What a wonderful time it is to celebrate uh, with these young people, uh, the time in their life, uh, a, a milestone for them, a milestone for their families. As you see in our bulletin, we have uh, six graduates, uh, but only two of them are able to be here this morning for various reasons, And uh, but we want to acknowledge them today. And first we have 
Morgan Garen Bussert. Morgan is the daughter of Heather and Eric Bussert. Morgan graduated from Pinnacle Classical Academy with an associate's degree in science from the Cle uh, Cleveland Community College. Extracurricular activities, Morgan participated on the varsity uh, volleyball team, SGA, varsity soccer, archery, yearbook club, art club, and the FCA. Honors and awards, she's graduating cum laude, National Honor Society, and Debbie Clary Scholarship Award. Morgan will be attending the University of the Cumberlands in the fall of a, on an on a archery scholarship while participating on their collegiate archery team. She'll be pursuing a physician's assistant master's degree this fall. She is our only high school graduates, graduating student here this morning. Uh, our college graduating student, Ben Allen Spencer. Ben is the son of Craig and Susan Spencer, the grandson of Harold and Judy Wright, and Helen Spencer. Ben graduated from the University of South Carolina Honors College with a Bachelor of Arts with distinction, a double major in philosophy and political science, and a minor in neuroscience. Extracurricular activities, the Philosophy Club, Ratio Christie, DJ at the WUSC-FM and HD1 Columbia, uh, the campus radio station, uh, student curator at USC Muse Museum of Education. Honors and awards, so, uh, graduated summa cum laude, the Josiah Morse Award in philosophy, outstanding senior award, president's award, and the Warren Court Prize. Future plans, Ben will be attending Duke University School of Law and pursue a dual degree in law and a master's of bioethics and science policy. Ben Spencer. Y'all give him another round of applause. Thank you. And before y'all go down, let me just pray a, a blessing over each of you, okay? Father God, we do thank you for this day. God, we thank you for all of the years of the, the hard work, the dedication uh, that they put in to make this day possible, not just for these two, but for all the graduating uh, seniors. And, and Father, we just, we know, God, that you have a, a perfect plan for, for each of their lives. And oh, the places that they're going to go and the things that they're going to do. And God, we pray today, God, that you would give them each wisdom and discernment, give them courage and boldness, God, and fill them with the Holy Spirit to, to guide them in their, in their every thought and every action they take, everything they do, God. Just hold them close and guide them throughout their life. And God, may they be a blessing unto you. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.
what's happened in your life, there's Jesus. Amen? Amen. There are going to be a lot of difficult days ahead for everyone. A lot of good days ahead for everyone. And in both of those cases, there's Jesus. Amen? Praise God for that. Okay, to start off this morning, I want everybody to take out a piece of paper, whether your bulletin or uh, the handout that we had. I want you to write your name on the top of it. Okay, and ushers, I want you to be ready to take it up at the end of, at the, end of the service. We're going to have a pop quiz today. Huh? No, I'm just kidding. Relax, we're okay. Did y'all hate that in school? <laughs> Sonny hates it today too, didn't he? <laughs> didn't you just... Didn't your, your gut just drop when the teacher said, all right, pull out a paper, we're going to have a pop quiz. I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Sure didn't. That wasn't for me. But students of every age, regardless of, uh, of your accomplishments, uh, there have been untold tests, Hattner, over the last uh, 12 to 16 plus years, however long 
it's been, there's been numerous tests, exams, quiz, pop quiz, homeworks, you, know, you name it, all kind of, of exams. And, and that, doesn't fin- that doesn't end just when you finish school either, does it? Would you agree, uh, the, everybody else, that there are tests all along the way in life? Some of those tests, though, in school, you were completely prepared for. You were, you were ready for them. You were, you were comfortable going into it. And, and maybe even a pop quiz. You were ready. You were, you were, you had your, you were, you were ready for whatever the teacher had. You, were, you knew it inside and out. You were confident in the material. Now, now other times you might have been a little hesitant. Remember those days? Maybe, maybe you questioned your ability to, to master the, the exam or you started the exam, you know, get out your pencils and, and you just had a sense of anxiety right from the get-go, you know. You were kind of anxious going into the exam. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And maybe there were, there were times when you just weren't prepared. For whatever reason, maybe you were maybe you were sick and didn't have time to prepare, or maybe maybe life just happened and you couldn't prepare the way you would like to have. That happens in life, doesn't it? We can't be ready to face the tests that come our way because sometimes life gets in the way, doesn't it? Sometimes we're sick. Sometimes we don't have the strength. It seems like, but there's Jesus. Amen. Praise God. And you know, there are times we fear the outcome of, of some of the tests. Sometimes not. I'm not just talking about tests at school either. I'm talking about the test of life. Sometimes the test of life, they, they, they stir up fear, but we can still overcome and thrive because there's Jesus. Amen. And the fact that you're here today, whether, whether you're watching online or listening to a podcast, means that you're an overcomer, okay? You are here. You've made it this far in life, regardless of how old you are. Regardless of what's taking place in your life, you have overcome that to be here today. You are an overcomer. And so you have what it takes to move on. And think about this. Even the smallest test of our life is preparing us for future tests. The future tests that are coming our way. And there's Jesus. Someone saw a bumper sticker on the back of a pickup truck and it said, I'm a, I'm a Pearl Harbor survivor. The irony of it was it was on the back of a Toyota truck. <laughs> the driver had had obviously lived through difficult times and and moved beyond those difficult times in his life. Folks, we need that kind of resolve. Making it through all the years of uh, of schooling and through the years of life, meaning we're going to face challenges, meaning we've already faced challenges, and meaning we're going to face many challenges many more challenges. As everyone here will testify, making it through life, making it 
to whatever age in life you are, it's going to require numerous tests. There are going to be a number of difficulties and trials that come your way, and it's going to take great resolve to get through them and move on to become the person God wants us to be. And as we, as we overcome those various difficulties and obstacles, we can often look back and see that it was all just part of life. It was all just making us into who we are and who we're going to become. And, and we think about things in life that, that, that happens to us. We think, oh, it's just a coincidence or it's just a part of life. Well, just your part of life, again, determines who you become tomorrow. And so everything in life is gearing you for tomorrow. Let's consider some, some of the changes and, and tasks and difficulties that some of us have faced and all of us have faced. From the very beginning, you graduated from the womb. <laughs> and you successfully adjusted to birth. How about that? How many times did you fall down trying to walk? Who knows? Dozens of times. And, and learning to walk, I mean, they have rehab facilities where people learn how to walk again. Walking is not an easy thing, but it's one of those things we take for granted because we've been doing it forever, all, our whole life. But that was something... A monumental task. I mean, I can remember Caroline, you know, and, and, and Noah and the grandkids, you know, you hold them out there and they take a step and they fall, you know, and they take two steps and oh, how excited we are. And then they take three steps. And the parents down here this morning are probably thinking back to those times. Those times of graduation from crawling to walking, kindergarten, elementary school. How many cuts and bruises did you get learning how to ride a bike? How many spats did you and your, your siblings or your friends get into over the years? How many hours have you spent studying for exams and tests? Now you're graduating college or high school. It is time now for you to travel the road of adulthood where there will be additional tests. And believe me, they never stop coming. They don't. The older you get, just graduating from one day to the next seems to be an accomplishment, doesn't it? And on your journey, there are going to be some required courses. There are going to be some elective courses as well. You know, those, those things that you have to do. And then those things you get to do and the things you, you want to do. You see, we still have those required courses as adults, don't we? The things we have to do, the things we want to do, and the things we, we get to do. But while on that road through life, there are going to be twists and turns and curves. There are going to be potholes and speed bumps. There's going to be even bump-ups and collisions. There's going to be injuries and fear. But there's Jesus. 
There'll be stop signs and caution lights and, and green lights. There'll be grief and joy, sadness and, and celebration. There'll be success and failures. There'll be sickness and health, birth and death. But there's Jesus. And, and, and today we all need that kind of resolve that the truck driver had to make it through from one day to the next. To overcome the difficulties, to, uh, to adjust and to make changes and to move on in order that we can win the prize set before us by God. So how do we, how do we continue to be overcomers? How can we continue on that pace today? Well, let's look at some guidelines from God's Word and, and see some of the guidance that He has for us. You might want to mark these in your Bible uh, to come back in, in, in times of, of difficulties or a challenging time in your life. But the first thing we have to do is face our fears. Face our fears. I, have, I do not like heights. I'm just going to tell you. I don't like them. Now, the rest of my family's okay with them. But when I was in high school and college, when we had the truck stop, we had the, uh, some billboards, and we would go out there and change these eight-foot-tall uh, signs. And so we would have to climb up on there and walk on the catwalk and, and change these signs out for the fuel prices. And, and I didn't want to go, and I didn't go. And finally I said, I'm going to try. I'm going to do it. And, and, and I, didn't, I never did learn to like it. <laughs> but I got to where I could do it. And I got to where it didn't bother me quite as bad as it did in the beginning. And so we've got to face our, our fears. We've got to uh, think about the things that, that hold us back in life because we're scared of them. One of the greatest hindrances to success is fear. But 2 Timothy chapter 1 Verse 7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Max Lucado says, Fear doesn't want you to make the journey to the mountain. If he can rattle you enough, fear will persuade you to take your eyes off the peaks and settle for a dull existence in the flatlands. You see, if we're fearful of moving ahead, if we're fearful of the opportunities ahead of us, we'll never achieve the possibilities. We'll settle for much less a much dull and boring life, he says. Another speaker once says, once you face the very thing you fear the most, it is no longer quite so fearful. I've used this before. Fear stands for false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. It can also mean forgetting everything and running, or it can mean face everything and rise. And so I want to challenge everybody to face what comes our way. Don't cower in fear because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and love. Benjamin Franklin said, Do not fear mistakes, for you will know failure. You, we all will. He says, Do not fear mistakes, you will know failure. 
continue to reach out. Sales barista Stephanie Mellish said, Fear is an idea-crippling, experience-crushing, success-stalling inhibitor inflicted only by yourself. But the greatest of all, the Lord Jesus Christ says, Fear not, for I am with you. Fear not, for I am with you. And folks, Jesus is with you. If you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, He is with you wherever you go. Whatever you do, whatever you face, whatever trial comes your way, Jesus is walking with you to it and through it. Amen? And praise God for that. And so in order to become the the overcomers, we have to face the fear. We also have to learn how to forget our failures. Because there are going to be failures. We're all going to fail at at different things in, in, in life. If our fears don't keep us from navigating life, though the way we respond to our failures just might. No one's perfect. Nobody's going to get it right all the time. Some will fail more than others. Some will think life is more difficult than others. But failure will come. You see, if we never make mistakes, it means we're never doing anything. And only those who who never do anything wrong are those who never attempt to do anything. Again, so embrace the opportunities that come our way. We needed to take those, those opportunities that God places before us. You see, sometimes we, we see them coming and we, we think, oh, it's too big a project, it's too big a a responsibility is too much involved. Maybe that's just what God wants you to do in order to bless you in tremendous ways. You see, when we do that, oh, think of the places you can go. Think of the things that you can do with God along your side, working with you and through you in the, in the projects that He brings to you. Let me ask all of you, what would you do today Regardless of your age, what would you do today if you knew without a doubt you would not fail? What would that be for you? Think about those. Think about that question. It still may be a possibility for you. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? And what's holding you back? Benjamin Franklin, the inventor and statesman, author, scientist, and not to mention a founding father, knew something about perseverance and failure. It's hard to think about him being a failure, isn't it? Franklin and his team, it says, tested thousands of materials to create an incandescent light bulb that would be efficient and economical. While the exact number of experiments is unclear, many historical articles claim that he tried anywhere from three to 6,000 types of material. Three to 6,000 types of material so we could have the light today that we do. Before he found one that 
not only worked, but created a solution to their problem. You see, a failure is simply another step in life. When a reporter asked Thomas Edison, he said, asked Thomas Edison, said, how did it feel to fail a thousand times? And Edison replied, I didn't fail a thousand times. The light bulb was invented with a thousand steps. <laughs> how do we look at life? How do we look at situations that come our way? How do we look at what we suppose, what we might call failings in our life? Do we look at it as a, as a failure or a stepping stone onto something else? A stepping stone onto something greater that God wants us to do, that God wants us to achieve. Paul writes in Philippians 3, 13, uh, Philippians 3, chapter, chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. He says, I don't consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. He continues, said, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Wow. Paul makes two indications in that, in that statement. Number one is that he refuses to allow failure to become a destructive piece in his life. He says, whatever happened in the past, it's okay. It's in the past. I'm taking it from here and moving on. I'm continuing on with what God wants me to do. And number two, he refuses to allow failure to derail the journey of his life. The journey that he's on. The journey to the goal that he's trying to achieve. He says, yes, I've been, I've been a persecutor and a crucifier of Christians. I've killed people. I went against Christ. I went against Jesus. I myself have been persecuted and shipwrecked, beaten and flogged. But he said, I'm putting all that behind me. And some of those have been failures, and that's okay, but I'm putting it behind me. But I'm moving on. I'm moving ahead to what else God has ahead of me. I'm using it as a stepping stone to how God wants to use me in the future. How do we see life? How do we see those shortcomings that we have in our life? Do we see it as a, as a failure, as a setback? Or do we see it as, as an encouragement and motivation and a, and a stepping stone to what might be? It's been said that, that failure doesn't mean that God abandoned you. It means that God has a better idea. <laughs> I like that. If you think about it, our, our failures are, are usually a result of our choices and our decisions that we make in our power, not relying on the power and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. You see, the, the solution to those choices, those bad choices and those failures comes in letting God direct us, in letting God direct our paths so that we make the right choices. In Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, just trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. You see, His advice, when we follow it, will, will keep us on the right path. It will keep us from self-destruction. 
But when we do have those, those setbacks, we have to let it be a, our motivation for success. It has to be our motivator to take the next step, to get up and keep going. And perhaps God wants us to consider our failures as a source of, of, of advice and motivation that will refocus us on Him and on the goal that He wants us to attain. So remember with me, if you will, to be an overcomer, we have, to, we have to face our fears and we have to forget our failures. To forget the things we, 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 we fail in. And the third step to being an overcomer is to follow our faith. In Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before Him, He endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider Him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will now not grow weary and lose heart. See, Scripture reminds us that to finish our journey, to finish our, our life's mission successfully, we need to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. D.L. Moody once said, he said, The world has not yet seen what God can do with a man fully yielded to him. Folks, I want to be that man. I want to be that person. What about you? Do you want to be that, that man or woman? We can come closer to being that man or that woman if indeed we face our fears, if we forget our failures, and if we follow our faith. Micah chapter 4 verse 2 says, He will teach us His ways. He will teach us His ways so that we may walk in His paths. Micah chapter 4, verse 2. Think of that again. He will teach us His ways so that we may walk in His paths. Here's the bottom line. You are an overcomer. All of you. You are an overcomer. And as a believer, you will have victory in Jesus. Amen? You will have victory. You will have eternal life. If you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the one who gave His life for us, for the sinful, wicked people that we are. He shed His blood for the forgiveness of our sin. And God raised Him from the dead, giving us that hope of eternal life. Since He was resurrected, the Bible says, we also shall be resurrected if we know Him, if we believe in Him, if He is our Lord and Savior. My friend, it's a dark world out there. It's a dangerous world to, to face without the love of Jesus, without the, the compassion of Jesus, without the companion, companionship of Jesus. 
without the wisdom of Jesus. I want to plead with you today, if you've never made Him your Lord and your Savior, that you would do that today by simply asking Him to come into your heart, confessing your sin, rejecting your old way of life, and bringing about new life in you. That He will forgive you of your sin. You see, far more important than what we do with our lives is who we become in living. How are we living life? Are people seeing Christ in us? Are we living life according to the teachings of His Word? You see, regardless of of our age or how successful you have been or how successful you you haven't been or how successful you might be or might not be. We all have to ask ourselves, ourselves the question, who will I become? And that's for everybody. Whatever age, who will I become in living this life? Are we letting Christ rule our hearts? Will we let Christ rule our life? Will we be people rooted and established in the love of Christ? And will we be the kind of person who sees the God-sized opportunities and joins Him at work, wherever that is, whatever that is doing, because He's at work all around us. He really, really is. So we need to pray that God will give us the eyes to see and ears to hear for Him to speak to us that we might see Him at work. That we would have the courage and the boldness to step forward and and join Him, whatever that might be. Let me leave you with a final word of encouragement from God's Word. In Colossians chapter 1, verses 10 through 11. This is for the graduates. But it's for everyone as well. See how we're living up to this passage. Live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of His holy people in the kingdom of light. And remember, wherever your journey in life leads you, Joshua 1.9 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Whatever you do, the Lord will be with you. That verse is going to be our hymn of invitation. Be strong in the Lord. That song says, be strong in the Lord and be of good courage. Your mighty defender is always the same. Mount up with wings as the eagle ascending. Victory is sure when you call on his name. Put on the armor of the Lord 
Put on the armor the Lord has provided. Place your defense in His unfailing care. Trust Him, for He will be with you in battle, lighting your path to avoid every snare. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong in the Lord and rejoice, for the victory is yours in Christ Jesus. Be strong. Father God, we thank You for what we have in You as our Lord and Savior. Father, help us today, Lord, to face the fears that, that we all have each and every day. God, that we from, can let go of the things of the past. God, that we can for, forget our shortcomings. But God, that we can strive forward in the days ahead, seeking you, God, hearing from you, watching you at work, God, being a part of your work all around us. All the places we can go, if only we'll turn our life over to You. If we'll surrender completely to You, God. If we'll follow our faith, we'll listen for Your Word. Listen for Your leading. God, that we might live a life worthy of the Lord. Pleasing Him in every way. Bearing fruit, God, in every good work that we do. God, that we grow in a knowledge and wisdom of You. For God, we know that you will give us the power and the strength we need to accomplish the task that you give us. So God, may we leave from here today being strong and courageous in you. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.